Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Momentarily, we're going to go to our Oilers Now headliner. Elliot Friedman for Touchback Safety, a family business taking care of your family during uncertain times. Training sessions still readily available. Just want to dip in the Ashley Fine Floors text line just before we go to Elliot. Jim out of Spokane has texted the show to say, Bob, I said this at the beginning and I'll say it again. Edmonton or Vancouver will not be a hub city for the West playoffs. This is why. The NHL is so pro-NHL America that it will be Vegas. I'm not saying the NHL is anti-NHL Canada. It's just more about promoting the NHL in America. The West Division is always about Vegas and the California teams. Just listen to the NHL on XM Radio, and soon it will also be about Seattle, even if the Canadian government agrees to... uh, uh, not have an enforcement of their 14-day quarantine for the NHL. Two, our River Creek Resort Casino hotline for the River Creek Resort Casino. We welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. How are you, man? Good. I don't know if you were you got a chance to hear all that text from Jim, but he's basically saying... Uh, I, I, and I'm not related to Jim from Spokane, just to establish. Uh, but yeah, you, you're probably, you're, you're probably, your nickname probably is Jim from Spokane. No, that, that's that tweet is if you or text is if you would have written it. No, I I can genuinely tell you I did not read. Uh, you know, now have I done that in the past? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> it's 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 sort of like the last two nights I've been watching on Netflix about the Mossad. And, uh, they're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're interviewing them, and they're like, I'm like, why are they doing this documentary? These guys aren't saying anything. So can you confirm or deny that you were involved in this political assassination that took place in Amman? I cannot confirm or deny if I was <laughs> It's just a funny, like, I'm watching this, like, wh- like, what did you expect to get out of the documentary? I they mean, want you to know that they did it. They're just not admitting it. That's what it, it is. Yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. stuff. All right. Um, so speaking of the 14-day quarantine, and I know, uh, yeah. and you know, we, we credit the source here. TSN's Ryan Rashog put out yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I don't know if it, if it came before or after your 31 thoughts, but uh, he mentioned the fact that there appears to be some movement for the three, uh, you know, Canadian potential hub city bids on the quarantine. And, of course, also the fact, I mean, I think it optically might look bad uh, for the federal government if the six Canadian teams ended up practicing, you know, having their training camps in the U.S., do you have any information at this time as to how it's going on a, on a federal level regarding the 14-day quarantine? And second to that, how much of a stumbling block it is actually for the National Hockey League and specifically for the Canadian teams? Well, I, I'll, I'll answer the second part first, Bob. It is a huge stumbling block. Like The players are not going to want to come back to Canada if they have to do a 14-day quarantine at their homes. And that that uh, policy that was uh, that BC asked about yesterday, home and rink, uh, Alberta's asked for that and Ontario's asked for that. Um, all the teams that are trying to host the, the playoffs in Canada have said, can we get something like that? So it's not like BC is alone in, in proposing it. Uh, all three of them have done it. Um, it's difficult to say at this point in time until a formal announcement's made about where it's going to go. There have been times I've had people in the NHL and the Players Association tell me they're confident something would get worked out, and there were other times, including as recently as last week, where that confidence seemed to wane. Now, one of the things they're hoping for is that the, the players' uh, work visas will allow them to be declared as essential workers um, because they they need to work and you know we'll see where that happens i i think bob one way or the other you're going to get pushback like i i've met lots of people who say that the players shouldn't be given any uh exception at all that they shouldn't be any different than anybody else who's, who's crossing the border but i i know that all the, the governments have asked for it and the federal government has considered it I think it just depends on the day as to when uh, you get a belief on whether or not it'll happen or not. But if it doesn't happen, I don't. There's, there's not going to be a hub in Canada. I don't think the players are coming up here uh, with if they have to do 14 days of quarantine. All right. And again, it is a political, a politically challenging issue because you have a wide range of personal opinion on this matter. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, you know what? If you don't like sports. Or if you think these guys make too much money and, you know, you're going to have one opinion. And if you have a trip, like I have texters every day, Elliot, just to show you the range. We had a protest last Friday in Edmonton that had yep. somewhere between eleven to 15,000 people there for Black Lives Matter. And mm -hmm. we had people sitting there saying, so Justin Trudeau and Tam have been out every day telling people, you know, you gotta you, you got to practice social distancing and be safe and not put yourself in bad situations. And then they totally went out and supported uh, you know, uh, the protest, and it was very mm -hmm. peaceful here, by the way, which was great to see. And mm -hmm. people say, well, why can't we have, you know, why can't I make the decision on going into Rogers' place if Edmonton ends up getting the hockey games? And it's an entirely different conversation. So that's the range of opinion. On one side, you'd say they shouldn't even be playing hockey. They shouldn't be allowed to come in Canada. And then you have the other fans that are sitting there saying, damn straight, they should be allowed to play in Canada. And it, it, it should be in one of the... One of the two hubs should be in Canada. So how would you respond to that sort of... It shows you how the range that we got to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, doesn't it? Well, we, we live in a... In North America is very polarized in a lot of different things, on a lot of different lines. And, uh, you know, you know, Bob, I've heard the same things um, as you have. Um, you know, 
Look, I, I'm, I have no interest in getting in the middle of some of these arguments. They're emotional. They're uh, forceful. Um, if you don't say the right thing, you can, you, or, or even if you try to say the right thing, but you mess up, you can get in a lot of trouble. So sure. let me just say this. I think that the NHL would like to have a hub in Canada. I think they really would. They've gone to a lot of work with the Players Association to try to get it to happen. But I think what we've all believed for some time now, Bob, is that if you don't have a situation where the players can go to the rink as part of the quarantine, it's not going to happen. 100%. And I think the fact that it's still even being discussed shows the commitment the league and the players have had to at least try to get it we'll get one here. All right. Uh, well stated. Elliot, who do you think has the advantage? A younger team or a more experienced team? You know, if- I gotta tell you something. I, I don't I don't have a good answer to that question. Someone actually made a really good point today, Bob, and they said the last game was played on what, March eleventh? Yes. So if we if we do start July tenth, it's possible a meaningful game, like I'm not talking about an exhibition game, but a meaningful game won't be played until August the first. That means that these players are going to be off for from a meaningful game for four and a half months. How long is your regular off season in the NHL? It's not that yeah. long, unless you miss the playoffs. Right. Like, like the, so they're going to be off longer for this than a lot of them will be off uh, for in the regular season. So, like, everything is in the air. Like, uh, it was interesting. I I was talking to a guy today, and he's a, he's a, he works in the NBA. So he works for a team. And he said to me that LeBron James... He says if he could bet, he's not allowed to bet in his position. He would put everything he owns on the Lakers. And I said, why? And he goes, because LeBron James has a private basketball courts. He's been working out every day. He's the, he's the best player to begin with, but he's going to come. Lots of other guys haven't been able to pick up a basketball, really, or do a lot of stuff. said, he's going to come back after doing all of his personal workouts for months. This is going to be ahead of everybody, and he says the Lakers are going to clobber people. I said, okay. And, and in the NHL, I'm trying to think, like, has anybody been able to do that? Like, right. I, I think the biggest question, you know, we always talk about how hockey is so much about goaltending, Bob. I, I think that's going to be huge. Are you healthy? And does your, can your goalie stop a puck? I really think those are going to be the biggest questions. You know, it's interesting, Elliot. I mean, there are players that, let's say, 25 or under, because of how much spring hockey has grown in Canada mm-hmm. over the last decade, there are players that have, have not been off skates for longer than two months in their, in their, since they've been 10 years of age. And now many of them have been off the ice for you know three months straight i mean the swedish players were able to skate a bit yeah um but i mean there are a lot of guys that are you know that that are were three months exactly right uh basically three three months yesterday from when the shutdown started 
There's a lot of guys. That's the longest they've ever been off the ice since they started playing competitively. What does it's that amazing. do to a guy? You know, when you I, think I, about it. It just shows you, Bob, how all of our, like, at least us in media, we've been able to do somewhat normal work. Like, you've been on your regular schedule. Yeah. Generally, though, I think a lot of people's lives have been thrown totally oh, upside yeah. down. Yeah, absolutely. Are we going to end up with 24 or 28 skaters with this uh, with each respective team? Do we know? Well, I, I've heard that 28 is what they're talking about right now. I had one GM this week said he heard they might go to 30, but I have okay. no confirmation of that. But I've heard 28 skaters and an unlimited number of goalies. And, and this GM who told me about 30 said most teams he know are going to have four. So I think you're looking at 28 plus four, kind of, although, like I said, it could go to 30. And, you know, I heard the others were still kind of figuring out uh, what was going to be at the end of their roster. So obviously a guy like Benson, Bouchard, Lagason, they're going to be here for sure, and it's just the final couple of spots. Yes, I, I, that's, that's the impression I got when I asked around this week. Yeah, because you did a rundown for basically every team in the league, didn't you? Everybody who responded, yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, do you think there could be a guy breakthrough, kind of like a, you know, this is a training camp, and we have surprises at training camps. Uh, I know the Robertson kid, we, we've got somebody texting us that's a huge Leafs fan that texts me every yep. three days about uh, Nick Robertson, but um, is it feasible that some, a, a guy could play his way into the mix that wasn't on the team? I think so. You know, like the one thing that, you know, you know I don't know if we've ever had a situation before like when was the last time, like NHL teams like this played meaningful games out of nowhere? <laughs> You're not going to have time for someone to be bad or off or anything. Like if you get a kid, like like let's just, let's just say for argument's sake, like let's just say Evan Bouchard shows up, okay? Yep. And he has a he has a great exhibition camp. And he plays really well, and one of he gets an exhibition game, and he plays great. And for argument's sake, like your team shows up flat in game one against Chicago, and you're down one nothing. You think Dave Tippett's going to wait and say, "I need this guy to heat up," or I've got Bouchard looking really good? I think he's going to go. I'm going with the guy who looks good. Yeah, and well, I, I know there's that there's going to be a lot of coaches doing that. I know Bear and Larson are going to play ahead of them, but uh, Benning and Green, I mean, that would be the only, you know, that's who he'd have to force out there. All right, uh, have you done your award voting? Not yet. I have till Monday. Do you think Leon Dreisaitl's got a chance to win the heart? Well, I'll tell you. Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Uh, my heart is going to be one of four guys. Uh, it's going to be your two guys, because I think McDavid deserves consideration too. And it's going to be Panarin and McKinnon. It's going to be one of those four. Those are my top four. And I've really got to sit and knock it down. And um, uh, But, yes, I, I think Dreisaitl has, a, has a, a decent, more than decent shot to win the heart. I think he's a, he's a very, very legitimate contender. Could Edmonton end up with the first and second team all-star center since Dreisaitl slugged as a center, slotted as a center here? for? The- yes, I also think that's possible. I mean... You know, I think I think it's going to depend on you know where does McKinnon like if you vote for McKinnon, then no, but I could see it. It's possible. I don't know if it's likely, but it is possible. I have thought about that too. 
I, I think McKinnon could potentially screw it up, but we'll see. Uh, for the River Creek Resort Casino, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, while we had a, I'll tell you, yes, the Poliarvi, I had this conversation with another media type today. Uh, there has been more written and said about a guy that hasn't been here for the last year. Another, uh, link yesterday to Poliarvi. Never say never. But the question I have for you is, do you think it's possible that for some guys, given the significance of what we've gone through here with COVID-19 and the coronavirus, that maybe mm-hmm. it changes perspectives on things a bit. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, Yeah, I, I, I think that's not that's not uh, a bad thought, Bob. Like, First of all, there's a lot written on Dreisaitl because there's a lot written on the Oilers, right? Yeah. So, like, if Dreisaitl played on a team that didn't get a lot of attention, there probably wouldn't be as much written. But he's an Oiler, and you know, the others are a popular team, so the stuff gets written. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing about Dreisaitl is he's got to play. And he did play last year, but I think ideally, if he could play, he'd play in North America. Now, Poliarvi, Poly- Poly- not Dreisaitl. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right, yeah. Excuse me, yes, Poliarvi. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, think that, I think we've seen this issue in a couple of places. We're also seeing it with Leas Anderson, and I know they've been talked about for each other. You know, last last week I did a story on Sean Day, and I didn't know that the Rangers were, were thinking about dealing him last year. And, and that was another reason that he didn't get traded, was because the Rangers believed that Day took a big step last year, but so they wanted bigger value, and teams were like, well, he hasn't done it enough yet. So they thought they were being under-offered. And, and that's, that is what happens, is that teams are afraid they're going to trade guys who will become stars anywhere else but i i you know i mean like if puliarvi said i want to play for the oilers i i don't think they'd dismiss it out of hand they'd probably have to talk to him about what he wants is he willing to accept certain roles things have changed since he left um nothing would surprise me anymore people's opinions and feelings on things change yes and the older you get the more likely are to forgive as well that's another thing you learn in life that is true Elliot, uh, love having you on the show. Uh, we got Jeannie uh, Beam coming up a little bit later on from the River Cree Resort and Casino. She just wanted a special shout-out for all the work over the last several years. Have a great weekend, okay? You too, Bob. Have a great weekend. Stop writing yourself text line stuff, okay? I would never do something like that. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. 1251 in Edmonton. That's Elliot Friedman uh, for the River Cree Resort Casino on our River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Uh, we're going to get to some texts when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks a lot, James. It's 1254 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. All season long, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. KS says, Bob, if people are allowed to protest, riot, and destroy property and businesses, then I think people should be allowed to go to the sporting events and get back to regular life in a safe way. Half rinks slash stadiums from KS. Um, Well, in fairness, I think that the protest in Edmonton, uh, there was not a lot of rioting. I don't think there was any rioting or uh, property being uh, destroyed and that sort of thing. So, ah, there you go. 
Bob, please tell me, another texter says, because we have, ironically enough, Brendan, we had another texter say, yeah, you can't compare the protests to, to playing at a sports game. And conversely, we've got other texters saying, well, I want to make a comparison between the two. So that's that's the range of listeners that we have on that sort of topic. Again, you can text us at 7804960063. Bob, please tell me we aren't going to have to hear you speak about Poliarby for the rest of the summer. Until a deal is done, forget about the storyline. Well, it's a storyline because of what came out of Finland yesterday. That's part of the reason why it's a storyline. And in fairness, Poliarvi couldn't help the Oilers until the 2021 season anyway. So let's establish that right now. Uh, and, you know, it's it's interesting. Brendan, do you sense, I mean, Brian Burke now is I'm basically 100% sure we're going to play. Are you, are you, do you think at this stage of the game we're at, we're at 100%? Because I'm still not at 100% for the record. Well, I'll tell you what, Bob. I mean, the duck is moving calmly along the surface of the water, but the amount of work going underneath all of that, I think, is indicative that this is going to get off the ground. There's there's no way they're doing this much planning that we're not going to play. That's I just can't see that. All right. Uh, Peter from Wainwright says, Bob, protesting is a right. Watching live sports is a privilege. Well, there's no question protesting is a right. Uh Another texter says, but there was a lot of hugging at the event for uh, last Friday. And again, Brendan, you were at that Black Lives Matter event. Uh, was there a lot of hugging there? Yeah. I, 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 was... I wouldn't necessarily say so. Uh, maybe but... more so afterwards when the parade hit the streets. All right. Uh, texter says, I agree with half or even quarter stadiums. Uh, that is going to be a hard. Uh, another texter says, I'm I'm full uh, for a full reopening. Uh, so... <laughs> Bob, uh, will Poliarvi be able to play on the 28-team or uh, 28-man uh, roster for the playoffs? No, he would not be for the uh, conclusion of the 1920 season. It is 12:57 in Edmonton. Keep the text coming on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Uh, he's got some very strong views on a bunch of different things. Drew Ramenda coming up uh, from the uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers Television broadcast after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.